You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. On SEN, this is the Melbourne Storm Hour. Get behind your Melbourne Storm this final series. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Welcome to the Melbourne Storm Hour for another week. Sam Hargraves joined as always by Shandor Royal and Cooper. Oh. 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 Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where is Cooper Jones? Are we one short, Shandor Royal? Yes, we are. The old uh, alarm, he reckons. It's night time. Hmm. Is he having a little uh, power After, nap? Afternoon nap, apparently. Look, what is he? Eighty? Yeah. Look, this is a this is a voluntary exercise. It's a non for profit uh, <laughs> radio station, or that we partake in anyway. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm probably going to have to take it to the playing group and let them decide. We do have a very strict fine policy that uh, you know runs through a couple of things. But mate, I think I'm going to have to toss Cooper up for that because there is it's any inexcusable, Sammy. It can't go unpenalised. The Definitely fact that not. he's not here. It's seven o'clock on air. The opener hits, and we need everybody to be present and correct, and he's just not here. In fact, actually, let's throw it to the listeners today. If we can come up with a suitable punishment, uh, suitable, uh, you know, open for definitely open for the imagination, as you can, uh, as you can, you know. <laughs> I don't even know the word, but uh, as you can imagine. Yeah, but, uh, look, Su- suitable meaning we're not going to hurt the man or no, anything like that. what but I'm saying is I'm open to everything. Yeah, so open you to throw all suggestions. In, yes, and we will decide. So, uh, Sammy, get some calls in and let's figure out what we're going to do because, as you said, unpunishable. 0433981116 is the SMS line. If you'd like to text us in what a suitable punishment for Cooper Johns not to just do the most basic of things and that's to show up. Um, that's all we needed him to do, really. Really, I mean, because, you know, I mean, he, he's here and he's present. That's all we need from him, really. Mm, exactly right. He just couldn't get that done. So, anyway, Very he may join us at some stage. We may <laughs> not let him on air. I mean, you know, if there's a suitable replacement, is Robbie Kearns around anywhere or Marcus <laughs> Bai? Should we go to like Marcus a... Marcus Bai, yeah, right. You know, like a Storm Legend from yesteryear. We haven't had great uh, success with the old Storm Legends calling in or at least contacting them, so not sure how that would go either. No, they they tend to not answer the phone. Mm. Uh, a big show lined up and it is finals time here. Yes. Week one of the finals has been uh, run and won. And just in case you are listening, you're thinking, hey, what's going on with Toby Green? We will keep you up to date on that as soon as they're is a decision the uh, tribunal are about to deliberate. The chairman, David Jones, has said that Green's past record is totally irrelevant in relation to this case. As soon as we have anything, we'll head back to Sam McClure at AFL House. But in the meantime, Shandor Earl, uh, week one of the finals didn't quite go according to plan. Canberra got us again. Yeah, I mean, it definitely goes against my predictions. Uh, I mean, we didn't play our best footy, and at the end of the day, we were three minutes away from a win. So it's not – we're not in crisis, but – 
Uh, the first half and second half, I think, was like night and day. And unfortunately, we just didn't build any pressure. I think we had eight drop balls in their area, which we call our good ball, uh, which you just can't do. And uh, eventually it caught up to us. But it's a really unfortunate way to lose the game. You know, a bit of a heartbreaking moment, especially for such a good guy, you know, in Josh Adokar. But um, look, at the end of the day, it wasn't our best performance. We probably could have put it away earlier. And uh, Canberra, a good team, mate. And the, the the road you have to take to the grand final now is a very different one, a much harsher one. Yeah, it will be. And we'll, we'll talk about what the Storm have got facing them this weekend against Parramatta, who were incredible in a 58 to nothing demolition. Mm, wow. Of the Broncos. And it's all happening today. I mean, you, you only have to look in the media. It, it, we talk about crisis. That is exactly what it is at Broncos. Seabold's come in and said, uh, you know, they basically weren't allowed costumes on Mad Monday. Players have come in and, be told, and been told that uh, they're, they're not welcome at the club. Uh, you know, they can, they can find other contracts and they're on their last notice. So heads are rolling at Brisbane and... Even today, you know, talk of uh, their commitment the, the night before the game, what they were doing, you know, their activities, but whether it be at the pub or playing pokies and whatnot. But, you know, it's... it's. Uh... So when you say that players have turned up today and been told they're not welcome at Mad Monday or... No, or... they've basically been told, like, look, you, we're, you know, you can go and look for another club, you know. Do we know who at this uh, stage? People that have been named, uh, speculation, of course, but... Uh, this is Andrew, in the papers yeah, uh, up there. Yep. Andrew McCulloch was uh, one of the main ones. Um Darius Boyd, there's massive pressure that they need to have the conversations to force him into retirement and Anthony Milford on his last legs that he must perform. So it's a, you know, to be a strange vibe up there. And as I said, coming off a 58-0 loss in a finals game, it's unheard of. And I think it was a, is a new record for the Brisbane Broncos club. Not, not, a, not a good record, obviously. But, uh, we'll, you know, we'll find out whether it's a good thing to be that confident coming into your next final or it's detrimental. And for the Parramatta Eels, whether they come in too confident and they find Storm's just a different beast, or it really propels them forward, that we'll, uh, we'll find that out on Saturday night. Uh, just before we keep dissecting the final that wasn't to be for the Storm uh, last week on Saturday night, uh, Will is in Cheltenham who wants to nominate a possible punishment for Beautiful. Cooper Johns, who hasn't shown up to work this evening. Uh, hello, Will. Talk to us, Will. Hello. How are you? Good, thanks. What have you got for us? What should, what should happen to Cooper? Um, I think it should be like a nice live SCN event where we uh, chuck him in a box full of snakes or ants for two minutes. <laughs> and um, you can also raise a bit of money for charity. I think that, Doing it. that's not a bad idea. Yeah, we'll write that bad. one down. I had that happen to me once, Shandor. We'll snakes at, over ants. Well. At a, uh, is he, what's he scared of? Because I, I got know. put in a coffin full of cockroaches. Oh, no. Um, it's horrid. Yeah, I'm, I've got a thing about bugs, mainly moths, but they couldn't find 2,000 moths. So there was uh, 2,000 cockroaches that were put in me in a confined space. Wow. It was disgusting. Why? Oh, I accidentally um, damaged a work colleague's car when I was up in Brisbane. And that was a punishment? That was the punishment, yeah. Uh, by the way, it, through connections, I was able to get her four brand new tyres, a wheel alignment, so her car was actually wow. better off. But yeah, no, that, that sounds like in-house bullying. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go sort of like what happens in this show <laughs> for me. Um just in, Jared Weir Hargraves, if you're wanting to know the updates on the NRL judiciary, yes. uh, Jared Weir Hargraves guilty of tripping banned for one game. Wow. So he will miss the prelim. Uh, so Roosters were straight through to a prelim after their convincing win over well, the that's Rabbitohs. That's we're looking at to face. Exactly. So it's if the Storm beat Para, then they'll come up against a Jared Weir Hargraves less mm. Roosters, which is a big out for them.
you know, for me, his track record, I think, has a big part to play in that. Uh, but also, he was in the judiciary last week. And if you show up twice, you get away with the first one. What are the odds that you're going to come in, regardless of how, uh, you know, potentially not guilty you are? What are the odds you're getting away with it twice? I just don't think so. Which is very uh, pertinent to the Toby Green situation that's happening and unfolding as well from yeah, an right. AFL point of view, which will bring you updates on that as it comes to hand. So what uh, after the game, and, and we've got some SMSs coming in from some pretty upset Storm fans who are, are really upset about the refereeing and the decisions that went against the Storm yeah. in that game. There was uh, Suliasi Vunivalu being ruled to be out in touch yep, and, yep. and wasn't. Um, that We'll get to the decisions in just a moment because they're one thing. What is a completely unacceptable thing, and we want to say this to Storm fans because we know they're listening at the moment, Shandor, but the mm. threats and abuse that have been sent to that touch judge um, unacceptable. And I'm sure yeah. the club does not condone that no, for one not. moment and doesn't want fans to do that. And in, in many ways, if that's the way that you're going, then you're not a true fan. Yeah. I mean, you can see the text messages, Sammy, and any insight I can provide into uh, how the game went down or, you know, in terms of uh, player performances and how, how things went, you know, from, from my perspective, I'd love to give that. But in terms of the refereeing, you'll never hear Craig, you'll never hear the players give a report on the refereeing because essentially it's out of our control. And that's one big thing that we have as a focus at the storm, not carrying on or not having our attention focused on things that are out of our control. And we talk about that Vunavalu thing. Yeah, it, it does suck. And at the end of the day, there's probably a handful of games where storm have won in the last minute, but there was a minute and a half to go. It's not as if it was a try matter. It was just us getting an opportunity for another set. So, I mean, you can't lay the whole blame on the touch judge for a call. My personal thing with that is that I'd like to see improve is, you know, we we implemented this bunker. I think the, the, the number was like 8 million to get this system where we can see everything, we know everything, we can make the right decisions. If the touch is unsure, why does it have to be, you know, thrown on Absolutely. Him? Why can we not just have one insight, eight TVs, the bloke comes down and says, you know what, his hand wasn't there, sweet, reverse the scrum. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal you know at I mean? all. I just don't understand that. It's the game getting in its own way. Yeah. And again, and this is the thing, like that, that touchy is copping absolute grief mm. and horrible, horrible things are being said to the point where he's actually quite traumatised by it because there's been threats. And again, if you are a Storm fan doing that, we don't condone that in any way, shape or form and you don't have the right to consider yourself a true fan if that's the way you're behaving. Yep, 100%. But this, this touchy, is it's because of the setup from the NRL. So the NRL's put him in this situation that he didn't need to be in. I'm not saying that that's the excuse because that, you know, there's no excuse for the behaviour that he's that he's copping, but he wouldn't be copping that if we just the, if the system was actually in place to say, well, 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 we can see that, change it, go back. You, you've 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 made a mistake there, but we can correct it. Yeah, yeah, my def- definitely my thing with the refereeing, mate. At the end of the day, I go out there, I drop a ball. My intention was not to drop the ball. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is make an error. These referees are human. Yeah. You know, they're focusing on an 80 minute game of football. 13, you know, 13 people aside, there's so much stuff going on. But my biggest thing is implement the technology or take it away. And if you do have the technology and you can go super slow-mo and you yep. can do a million replays, you are watching it live. If a call in that 10-second barrier, you have to make a decision, you can go, actually, his hand wasn't out. Sweet. No one's going to blow blow up at the referees. The, the call was reversed. I just think utilise what we've got or don't have it at all. But as you said, Sammy, you summed it up perfectly. The weight, uh, you know, the the weight of the result does not bear on the referees or any individual touch yep. judge decision, and you know it was just unfortunate. But you can't blame the whole game on that. Not even look. Close. And the the NRL have, have 
I believe, come out and said, yep, Storm were dudded in that decision and a couple yep. of others, the Pappenhausen tackle. And, and we're not the first club, you know. It absolutely. Happens. It does happen. And that's the thing. The difference is that if you drop a ball, then that's over and done. Mm. If they miss a call, it doesn't have to be over and done. Mm. If, if the incorrect call's been made and we can clearly see it, it doesn't have to be done. So that's mm. the big difference, isn't it, mm. from a support network. So for you guys, it's I drop a ball, I've got to make sure I catch the next one. Mm. For our for our referees, we want to try and protect them to say, hey, we've got the technology we actually can, can, can reverse if it's a bad decision. We can actually say, actually, mm. that wasn't right. Let's change that, as you say, reverse the scrum. That's always been my thoughts as soon as the technology and the opportunity came in. Uh, Mazza has joined us. Uh, 1300 736 736. Got a question for you, Shandor, about yes. that decision making. G'day, Muzza. Now, Shandor, I'm totally blind, and on the weekend I said that touch judge could loan my guide dog, but I was being cheeky. <laughs> yes. um, I want to put that out there first. Now, the touch judge makes the wrong decision. Can he ask the referee to ask the bunker to look at it? No, they can't. And and as I as I sort of touched on, this has been my biggest problem from the start. If we implement the bunker and we have that access, then why can't they have more of a say in those moments? You think about the time from where Suliasu allegedly did or didn't put his arm out and then to the scrum. There's an easy 10 to 15 second period. Now, if it's blatant and obvious at home, two million people have seen it. The rest of the ground have seen it on the replay. If it is reverse, no one's going to be blowing up the touch of the ref. It's a simple reverse decision. Everyone knows it's right and we play on. So... That's where my discretion lies, but, uh, yeah, you know, as I said, the refs aren't the ones that had the impact on the game. Unfortunately, we lost, and uh, it was a good win by the Raiders. Thanks, you called, Muzzer. Really, Thanks, really Muzzer. appreciate that. Uh, in the end, as we know, uh, the Storm went down to Canberra on Saturday night. They've got to take on Parrot um, this uh, – now, when is it? Uh, this Saturday at Amy Park. Um, also, the curtain raiser of the NRLW. Have we have we got a replacement? We've got a young Cooper John standing at the door. <laughs> I'll tell you why this is going to get real awkward because we've just had a text from Paul Munnings, the Storm Media Manager, yes. who said he's sending Ryan Pappenhausen here to <laughs> to step in for Cooper because Cooper didn't show up. So what are we going to do? I don't know. Are just we gonna, let him roll in. Are we going to just maybe let them fight it out? <laughs> See. And see who wants it more. He's going to be filthy just standing there watching. Oh, that's very funny. Well, we can't. We're on air. We can't just stop talking and go and let him in. If you wanted to be let in, you should have been here on time, young man. (laughs) Um, So looking forward to to this weekend. And and before we we get to that, the other results uh, for the round. Actually, scratch all that. What was Belzer? What was the message to him? Uh, what was the message from him to the guys uh, after the game and then during the week about the loss? Yeah, look, as, as I said, it, it was just a matter of we just need to build pressure and we need to be better. We can't have errors in crucial moments of the game. I think in patches we we did some good things. Our attack, uh, you know, is probably an improvement for us. Our defence has been strong all year, but we come up against a team like Parramatta who are playing a lot of second-phase play uh, football full of confidence. The way we beat a team like that is true storm uh you know, gameplay, which is just grind them out, win the field position, win the completion rate. And uh, I think that's how we move on and move into what is essentially the grand final before the grand final against the Roosters. So it's a big game ahead, but those are definitely the takeaways and will be the focus for this week. All right, nicely done. Well, we've got someone uh, knocking at the door, so we've got to go and try and see. And and someone's letting me in. I'm not sure why, but he's getting very, very heated. You can see that Cooper Johns has arrived 15, uh, 20, sort of 25 minutes late to the show. Uh, just expects to roll straight back in. Whoa, 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 mate. We're just going to a break. Don't just walk Excuse into me. a studio that's on air. How rude.
How very dare you? I run the show. <laughs> Incredibly rude. We'll find out what this man's excuse was for showing up 25 minutes late straight after this. Storm Hour, SEN. 14 minutes. Welcome back to the Storm Hour. Sam Hargrave, Shandor Earl. We've been here since play started. Of course we would. We're both professionals. Yes, so we, we both are. pride ourselves on our punctuality, our attention to detail, and just really turning up for work, Shandor. Mm, professionalism at its finest. As opposed to, who's the other bloke that does this with us again? I'd sort of forgotten in the 15 minutes we didn't have him. Uh, you don't get to play that card. We play that card. Oh, so are you? Have we even got it's your? Mic on? Is it, uh, it's mic. <laughs> I don't even know if we've got your your mic on. Woo! I don't know why that's not working, mate. Maybe jump around to one of the other ones over well, there. We that's know not why. That's it's not intentional. Late. But again, if you were here earlier, you'd um, we would have been able to. Is this one working? That yes. Is, that, that, that one's working. All right. Sweet. Thanks, Sam. Anyway, I'd like to ready? take a photo of this because you've kept your headphones in the headphone uh, jack that's to do with the other mic. So you're sort of being almost pulled back to where you came from. Yeah, you? whatever, Sam. It's rather All humorous. Right. We're, we're, By the way, Sam, look, if you ever come at me like that again, there will be major issues. Okay, well, you can have issues if you turn up on time. So where, where were you, please? So anyway, I was driving in and I looked to the side of the road as I turned off the highway and I seen a little girl looking up to a tree. So I've obviously stopped because I'm a good person. Unlike you, Sam, and probably just run, try run over her. I wouldn't have thought so. Yes, you would have. And I've stopped <laughs> out and her cat was stuck in the top of the tree. So I've climbed up there. I've got the cat. And as I've jumped off, I've twisted my ankle. So I'm sitting there just waiting for it to be better. And then I've come here. So thank you very much for that, Samuel. But I was helping a cat and a little girl. That must have been in a dream because I wish that was true. But unfortunately, I already announced on air that you slept in Pastor <laughs> Sorry, bro. Yeah, but that's a lie. <laughs> I don't know if it is. We'll let the fans decide what's more believable when they send in your punishment. <laughs> we have been asking people for what your punishment should be for being so extraordinarily late today. We've started with a pretty extreme one. Have we got yeah. any category twos? Yeah, there was the suggestion of putting you in a coffin with snakes and or spiders. Mm. Yeah, that won't be happening. What are you Forever scared of? What, what's your greatest yeah, fear? Be Cooper Johns. Uh, my greatest fear... In terms of that stuff, like be honest. I don't know. I don't, no bugs, um, no snakes, no. No, nah, there's not. There's not a specific bug that I don't like. Cockroaches. Yeah, Sammy got locked in a coffin with cockroaches apparently because he like ruined someone's car. I, I didn't ruin the car, the story, but I, to I took a, uh, a. I did a U-turn over and and I didn't see. Um, there was a a very low lying sort of median strip and I the tyre hit it and I popped the tyre. So at the end of where we're doing a, an outside broadcast for radio, she went to get in her car and she had one blown tyre and we realised that that was my fault. So the punishment for doing that uh, was me having to be in a coffin full of I don't even want to ask what radio station. It's, Why it's, would you even do that? It's unheard of. Oh, because I'm a team player. And, uh, it's not I, being I a team player. That's being like bullied. the brunt of the joke. <laughs> <laughs> that is just... Oh, no, okay, I'll all, do all, it. Good, all good fun. Uh, all good fun. Now, mm. just in case you're wanting to know what's happening with the Toby Green Tribunal case, the tribunal now deliberating. They've been doing so for 14 minutes. If you're wanting to know NRL judiciary news, Jared Weir Hargraves from the Roosters, his one-match ban uh, has been upheld. He will miss the prelim final against either Parramatta or the Melbourne Storm, which brings me back to you, boys. Melbourne Storm, this weekend, have got yes. to atone for last week's loss. They're coming up against a red-hot Parramatta who absolutely towed the Broncos mm. 58 to nil. And reports coming out today that the Broncos allegedly were playing pokies till I don't know what time of night before the game, but uh, several senior players and um, influential players in that team sort of out uh, at a pub the night before a game. What would 
and we won't comment on other clubs, but what would Craig Bellamy do to you guys if before the night before a final he found out that half the team were playing pokies uh, at a pub before the game? Oh, I'm not sure. And like, as, as as we know, Sammy, it's like, it is speculation. But mm. I think at the end of the day, it was just with everything that's going on in terms of their club, uh, you know, and the future and their performances, I think it just doesn't reflect well. But obviously Craig would be disappointed, but I just don't think that's something that's uh, would ever be a part of the storm culture. But yeah, so. Yeah, a... I think the realistic thing is that if they go out there and win, none of this com- comes out at all. So I don't think it's something that we should really, like, you know, Someone, I'm sure it happens a lot at other clubs, but they're winning. Like if they have a win, that's not going to come out. Getting told that we might be very close to a decision uh, with Toby Green. The tribunal are back, uh, deliberated for 16 minutes. Sam McClure is still there with us. And when we have him ready and raring to go, we will just bring him up and get a result there before we get back into previewing Storm taking on Parramatta this weekend. Um, They played a a style of footy, Parramatta, that was really sort of throw it around fast. Not too dissimilar. (laughs) to the way that Canberra played against you as well. So will there be – what will you be sort of putting in place, do you think, this week to sort of combat what was sort of an unpredictable and, and f- sort of fast-paced game plan from uh, the Raiders, which could be happening for the Eels? Yeah, I think looking at Parra, I think it's more of a – not so much of a focus on them as it is on ourselves, focusing on our game plan and uh, executing. In terms of as what I said, it's, it's winning the field position, it's creating pressure, and I think that's our best brand of football and that will work uh, the best against Parramatta. But – we're not going to see the same side as we did in Magic Round way back when. I think it's a very different Parramatta team. Uh, they're executing much better. And as uh, Munners has mentioned here on the old rap sheet, there's a couple of like really good matchups. I think Money's got his hands full with the young half, and then the two Fijian boys. It's going to be uh, it's going to be good to watch. I reckon it's going to be a really good game. Suliasu Vinavalu versus Maker Sivo, um, the leading try scorer in the NRL this year. Twenty tries to go mm. with twenty one line breaks. So that'll be a, a mouth watering one on one out wide. It's going to be unreal. Has there ever been a better winger matchup than that? Probably the same ever. thing, Semi and Sully, I reckon. Yeah, I don't, well, they were, I don't even know if they were on the same side. Yeah, yeah, they were. Were they? Yeah, left v right. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's probably the biggest matchup since that, then, you'd think. Mm. That's unbelievable, Samuel. So it'll be this Saturday. It is, Cooper. Uh, great to have you back. Uh, it is this Saturday, <laughs> Amy Park, this Saturday night. The curtain raiser will be the NRLW clash between the Roosters and the Broncos at 5.05 p.m., so make sure you do keep an eye on that. Boys, we've um, possibly got some very special guests coming in. I think I can see them waiting at the door. The cavalry <laughs> the cavalry that has been called to replace Cooper Johns is extraordinary. So when we didn't think you were showing up, the SOS went out, and guess who answered it? Wow. Ryan Pappenhausen and Josh Adokar, if you don't mind. Not so bad, not bad. Some of the Stormers, we do have to speak to Dale Finucane at some stage, um, which well, he might be getting bumped. Yeah, uh, get him we might uh, get him on, see if he's got his guitar nearby. Uh, we will know a verdict very, very soon for Toby Green. And when we come back, we might get you boys to just let us know how the Battle of the Storm feeder clubs went. Yes. Um, it was yourselves. Uh, it was the uh, Sunny Coast Lightning uh, taking on no, the no, Bowie no, Bears. No, no. Sunny Coast Falcons, <laughs> sorry. Sunny Coast Lightning lost their uh, Super Netball Grand Final, yes. unfortunately. A bit, but this piece of history uh, went begging for them. Uh, so say it again. Sunny Who did we play? Coast Falcons. You played the Burley Bears. We played no, the East Tigers. No, that's what I said. You will play the Burley Bears because you beat the East Tigers on the weekend. That is well, correct, Samuel. Come on. It was feeder v feeder. Yep. The Melbourne boys were uh, very, very, very good on the weekend. They turned up to play and we had a tough game. So we, we come back from behind and... It would have been so unfortunate if we had lost that game, but we were lucky to get through and 
it'll just be it'll be tough if we don't make it all the way to give ourselves a shot at the grand final after such a good season. When we come back, we'll continue to get stuck in to the Melbourne Storm Hour because Cooper Johns was so late in getting here. Reinforcements were called in, and look at the boys; they are pumped and ready to go. Josh Adokar, Ryan Pappenhausen. <laughs> This is what happens. This is the storm culture. When one goes down, Next man two up. men will come to replace him. So you might have to take another spell, cut, Cooper. Cut the head off the snake <laughs> and two will replace it. Yep. Maybe you should, actually, they need your mics here. You might have to get out of the studio. Oh, I think I'm the one pressing the button, so I'll be staying around, mate. Oh, if I were you, I wouldn't be sort of uh, getting well, too far ahead of yourselves, given that your pay's going to get docked. Well, uh, back with more Storm we did, Hour. We did get you on the show, so anyway. Back with more Storm Hour <laughs> after this. Yes, welcome back to the Storm Hour. Shandor Earl, Cooper Johns is finally here. And if you're just joining us and you need to know what happened at the tribunal, AFL-style Toby Green's one-match ban has been upheld. We'll take your calls after 8 o'clock on that one. But Cooper Johns uh, didn't quite uh, get here for work on time, uh, Shandor Earl. And, uh, in, and what I love about the Melbourne Storm culture is that once a man goes down, two will put their hand up to replace. Just out of nowhere arrived uh, two superstars from the Melbourne Storm who was just wandered in to the studio. It's like the bat signal went up and they came to answer. <laughs> Correct. Uh, we have the Fox, Josh Adokar, and little pappy, Ryan Pappenhausen, on the show. Schnauzen. We're here. Boys, welcome. <laughs> Good intro. <laughs> Beautifully done. That's, uh, that is sharp, that was a sharp radio. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, Josh Adokar, thank you for being here. Coops, what's happened to your microphone? Is it not working? Well, I can't speak into it because it's not working. <laughs> was it working there? That was, Jeez, that was honestly, like, what's going on here? Seriously, is there any budget here to fix these mics? <laughs> uh, be, be nice. It just might be just a slight little technical <laughs> issue. Don't get, Mate, you've come in very aggressive since being late. I'd yeah, be a sweet. little bit more circumspect yeah, if I were you. Humble, humble, humble. Yeah, the, right. thank you, Josh Adokar. <laughs> no, we'll have yeah, to mate, share. And you've got to deal with Sam every week. <laughs> he doesn't like, leave much error. Hey, for... this week you'd have to deal with me 15 minutes less, mate. So yeah, I know. should have just okay. not shown up. Oh, that's why came. Boys, so we want to have a chat about this week weekend's game, but um, the disappointment of losing that first final, uh, have you been able to shake that off pretty quickly and get refocused on this week, Ryan Pappenhausen? Yeah, I think the good thing is we sort of get a second chance and um, now we don't have any more chances, so I think sort of a bit of a little bit wake-up call, um, but we we sort of addressed it earlier in the week uh, and now we're, we're moving on to, to what we need to do um, against Para this week. Joshy, what's the focus for this week against Parramatta? We, got, uh, we spoke about before some awesome matchups. We got Big Mike Acebo versus Sully and yourself and uh, old Fergie Licious, Fergie Ferg. So a bit of a matchup there. What are you expecting? Yeah, it's, um, they played an excellent game against the Broncos um, on the weekend. But um, you know, it just goes to show how um, how good of a team they are. And um, yeah, like you said, up against uh, the Fergie Ferg, yeah, our, our boy Fergie Ferg. Yeah, um, any chat, any banter? Nah, nothing. Any bro. chat nah, at nah, him? Nah, 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 nothing. I don't. I don't know all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, true. Drinking Sully and Sivo or just throwing chat at each other or? Yeah. Speaking in Fiji. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Sully loves that stuff on the field. He's yeah, quite he also feel about when he's on the field. He's an angry man. Best, isn't he? Yeah. Very much so. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good, I reckon. Mm. No, that's probably one of the key matchups. We spoke about the fact that, uh, you know, they played some pretty expansive footy last week. And what do you boys think about the confidence level? We, we sort of, our opinion was they are super confident coming off the big 58-0 win. But that could go both ways. It could help you, and it could also set you up for a bit of false confidence. Where do you think uh, the boys will lie this week? Uh, I think their, their defense has definitely improved mm. uh, in the back end of the season as well. So our attack's going to have to be on. They'll be confident, as you said, 58 nil. Um, once you score that, you usually are pretty confident the week after. But uh, we've, we're doing the work we need to make sure that 
um, we can try stop that and we sort of back our D and back our, our attack as well. So um, we versed them earlier in the year, but I don't think that's a true reflection of the team yeah, they I agree. are mm. com- coming this week. So um, it's going to be tough. It's finals footy. Um, last week was just just showed that you, you can't get too comfortable otherwise teams just turn up and win. So, um, yeah. Are you going to be thinking about that, that 60-point um, defeat you guys had against the Eels at the start of the year or is that you just brush that now and go into a new game? What, them? Yeah. No, no, the, I reckon they would um, have a new mindset. No, I mean the the win that you guys had over them in Magic Round. Are you guys going to talk about that or use that in the back of your mind? Or? Yeah. Oh, I think it, it does give you a bit of confidence. Yeah. Um, like that's probably one of our best games that we played our structure really and um, yeah, I think Josh, you can elaborate on that a bit more. Elaborate, you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> there was a couple of good meat pies from the lads in that game, though. Yeah, there was uh, a couple um, length of field tries there, but um, yeah, that was ages ago. Now, yeah. um, like Pap said, he's uh, they, they've uh, definitely a, a better side uh, since then. So yeah. it just it just shown on the weekend that um, you know they put a, a massive score on the Broncos, and they're a pretty decent side. So mm. I was actually surprised with that. Yeah, Broncos yeah. are very proud. Especially a pre- in a final. Club. Yeah, especially yeah. in a final, yeah. Any of the other results shock you boys over the weekend? Uh, Broncos and Parramatta, obviously that's the stunner, 58 to nil. But were there any of the other results, every other one go the way that you thought they would? Oh, I thought I thought the South and Roosters game uh, were, were going to be really tight. They had they had a, a game a week before, and that was um, – South ended up winning that game, didn't they? They won both, both games throughout the year, South. Yeah, so, so yeah. it's pretty um, – I think Wayne Bennett shuffled a, a couple um, position um, players, or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> position. 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 So this week, Rabbitohs taking on Sea Eagles. Who's winning that? Uh, oh, jeez. Rabbits. I reckon Souths. I reckon Manly, actually. Yeah, I'm going to go Manly as well. Left field. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, Coops. <laughs> oh, good. I'm just sharing mic with Ado. So it's good stuff. You, and he's talking louder. You're a, you're, yeah, a, thanks, boys. you're a team player and we like that. Uh, also, if you're listening, secure your place at Melbourne Storm's Night of Nights as the club crowns its best player of the season in front of about 700 guests at Crown Palladium. It's October 8th. You can rub shoulders with the Storm players, including all these boys here, Shandor, Ryan Pappenhausen, Josh Adokar, Cooper Johns, and You'll all probably be there the rest. Somehow. Oh, wheeze them away in somehow, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, celebrate another season and announce all the award winners of 2019. It's a three-course meal, premium beverage package, plus entertainment and auctions throughout the night. It's always a fantastic finish up and wrap up of the season. So it's a night all supporters will never forget. Visit the club's website, uh, storm.com.au, melbournestorm.com.au, where you can find all the details for finals tickets as well. Hey, boys, stay right there. We've got another special storm guest coming in. We're just inundated. It's all happening. With it's finals, names. mate. It's finals. It absolutely is. Uh, one of my favourites, Dale Harukan Fanukan, <laughs> maybe one of the best up and coming young singers uh, in rugby league. <laughs> We'll be on with us next, and we'll just see if he's working on any new uh, instrumentals. We'll find out after this Storm Hour. You can get involved in the Melbourne Storm and help support them this final series. Get behind the Melbourne Storm this final series. Melbourne Storm, our city, your club. Back with more after this. Welcome back to the 
the Melbourne Storm Hour. Get behind the Melbourne Storm. This final series, absolutely Melbourne Storm. Our city, your club. Shandor Royal Cooper Johns here as always. And then we had some very, very special guests just roll in to the studio. Ryan Pappenhausen, Josh Adokar. If you don't mind, when we didn't think that Cooper was going to get here, the boys answered the call. It's great to have you here, fellas. Thanks, Sammy. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Brass. <laughs> Ahead of a big, big final uh, this weekend against uh, Parramatta Eels. We've been speaking all about that. But, Cooper, you've uh, wanted to just uh, slow things down a little bit and get a bit deep again. Um, there's something oh, you wanted to uh, something me. you wanted to address. <laughs> yeah, look, my little mate across from me, he's, um, he's very much a people person. He pushes everything on to other people. But today it's about you, Shandall. Oh, today yeah. it's about you. <laughs> Um, you know, it is it is the 21st of September this oh, Saturday. No. You have tried to sweep it under the rug, but um, <laughs> I have. you know, it is your it is your birthday, and it is a very significant birthday for you. Unfortunately, yes. Maybe just cue the music for us. Um, and it's very exciting for us. And there's a group, you know, we really want to make it special for you. So, uh, you know, this is for you. Throw it in. Shandor, is it your birthday this Saturday? It is, mate, it is. And why did Cooper say that we had to get that song? Because it was made for me back in the uh, back in 1989, so 21st sep- of September, Earth, oh, Wind and Fire. Earth, Wind and Fire made that yep. thinking that one day there'd be a bloke called oh, Shandor. Uh, <laughs> it was on my birthday. Th- that was released on your birthday, yes, was it? Yes, They were close friends. My mom, that's, that's weird. They may be my father, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, <is> this, uh, <laughs> in a... I don't know my dad. <laughs> I don't know my dad, so that's even all, more awkward. <laughs> well, we've, we've gone really deep. This is like an episode don't put, of... Don't sorry, Mum. This is like an episode of Who Do You Think You Are on ABC, oh. just retracing the family roots of Shandor Earl. Um, Jan's not and we've in. got, we've actually got the lead singer of Earth, Wind & Fire here. Come in. <laughs> Boys, I'm happy to sit back and listen. You know <laughs> uh, Dale Finucane, uh, welcome to you. I, you. Look, you're not in Earth, Wind and Fire just yet, but the way that you've been releasing tracks on YouTube and social media and appearing on rugby league shows, just singing up a storm, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was any day soon. Hello, Dale Finucane. How are you? I'm good, mate. How are you going? <laughs> big fanboy moment for Sam here, Dale. Just a heads up. You've gone very red. He's a big fan. I just enjoy. <laughs> I'm just a, a big fan of the music that he puts out on social media. I think of all the rugby league players, you are the best singer of them, Dale Finucane. Oh, thank, thanks, mate. It's actually uh, funny. Uh, so you've got a man in your studio now who's actually uh, Cooper Johns, who's who's come out my way actually, and he's been learning to play the guitar. So he's actually clenching oh. his fist as you speak. So. Um, Bit of competition. So, no, no, we don't yeah, do that. Yeah, he's actually. Uh, we heard a little bit of his rendition of the September song there. So, hey. um, Ooh, who's this? I really, well, appre- I really appreciate that, Dale. What we got here? Dale Finucane. Is this Lewis Capaldi? That was you on the Matty Johns show, uh, Cooper's dad, the Matty Johns show. Now, this was you. I thought you did an absolutely cracking job. Uh, big audience for that show. Big moment. Uh, how did you feel it went? Yeah, it was good. It was different. I'd never done something like that or a live a live show before. I'd done some things at school where I'd sort of, you know, played at form assemblies and, and things like that. But, um, yeah, to, to know that I couldn't really stuff up, <laughs> there's, a, there's a few people watching the Matty Johns show. So, um, no, it was a different experience, but thoroughly enjoyed it. Here's on for you, Dale. What's more nerve-wracking, performing in front of an audience or playing? 
Oh, playing guitar for sure. Really? 100%. Yeah, mate. If I stuff that up, if I knock the ball on, they're going to forgive me, but <laughs> I'll stuff up, stuff up the guitar or bag a string. There's no coming back. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Everyone remember that. <laughs> so, <laughs> you stuffed. So, Dale Finucane, is this uh, an area that you'd like to explore when you when you finish rugby league? Have you have you thought about this being a, a potential new career? I, I I think you could make it. Oh, it's something. Yeah, I said it. It's something I enjoy doing away from the game. And there's a there's a fellow who actually does all of our storm gears. Name's James Morris, and he um, I sort of kept in good uh, contact with him, I guess, since probably three years ago, I'd say. Um, and I've I've done a couple of sort of things with him where I've played at apartment. Uh, play with a couple of different gigs. Um, but we've got something lined up in November, I think it is, out at the Yarra Valley that we're going to be doing together. So, um, yeah, it's something that I'd look to look to do after footy's finished or even during the career if I can sort of squeeze in a pub gig here and there. It's uh, definitely something I'm interested in. Because um, Sammy was actually going to ask you if you could play at his um, birthday, this up, his upcoming birthday in December. It's actually in January, right? but uh, yeah, it's a big one. It's my 39th. It's my 39th. Um, if you oh, do well, you one. could be invited back for the 40th. So I thought you were going to say weddings. Dale does weddings, but we know that's not on the horizon. <laughs> yeah, right. so, look, I feel oh, like, yeah, it'll. I'll just have to see if I've got. Hang on, let me just check my phone and see if I've got any Tinder matches, and I'll get back to you <laughs> about the wedding. Uh, Dale, it'd, be, it'd be remiss of us not to get you on, and uh, we've been speaking to the boys about what's ahead this weekend against Parramatta. Um, obviously the disappointment of the game against Canberra. We've put that behind you. Um, what are you most looking forward to about uh, this weekend? I suppose that opportunity to, to make up for a lost one. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is the opportunity to for what's ahead of us if, if we are successful in that game. I don't think we can read too much into the, the previous game we had against the, the Eels. We played them up in Magic Crown, um, up in Brisbane, but the score was a bit of a blowout sort of score, but I think they're a different side than what they were sort of in the middle of the year and earlier in the year. So um, you've come into some really good form in the back end of the year and obviously having flogged the Broncos on the weekends, probably a good indication of where they're at. So uh, by no means are we thinking it's going to be a uh, an easy game at all. So we know they're going to be prepared to play. Hey, Dale Finugan, been absolutely sensational having you on, mate, uh, hearing all about the burgeoning music career and we did ask you one rugby league question so we've we've done we've done what we were supposed to there there's our job done there's the job done oh. hey mate good luck this weekend and we'll catch up with you soon i'll let you know about the 39th and maybe 40th sounds great mate okay see uh, you mate he's a good man dale Fanuk. and now uh before we go boys because we're almost out of time uh Shandor Real, can we please get a fueled by fire update your yes. um, soon to be award winning podcast yes. couple of incidentals uh the podcast this week we're going to wrap it up very soon the season's coming to an end so the podcast first season will come to an end it's been very successful this week we're going to do a Q&A podcast show so we're going to release the opportunity to ask any questions whether that be an insight into the storm uh, an insight into some of the stuff that we've spoken about both on performance and mindset so a good opportunity for listeners who have been supportive to uh, have some of their questions answered that they've had along the way. So if that means I need to go to a couple of the players or people that I've spoken to before, I will. But, uh, yeah, it should be a pretty cool show. And then uh, we'll wrap things off next week or maybe the week after. So looking forward to it. Beautifully done. Available at all good podcast stores. Fuel by Fire. You're doing a great job, mate. Well done. Yes, thank you. Uh, before we go, any quick, quickly, any T-bones for the week where we nominate our idiot of the week? Uh, I don't have a T-bone, but I just wanted to quickly plug Fuel by Caviar. I'm going to have a sample for the show um, next week. I've got the print... The, uh, one of the royal princes from England coming on the show. So oh. he's going to get a two-minute mm. sample that hopefully I can air on the show just to give it some more plugs. What's it, what's it, what's it called? It's uh, Fueled it's, by Caviar. It's Fueled by Caviar. <laughs> so 
Shandor's <laughs> podcast, Fueled by Fire, is about people overcoming adversity to achieve their goals. Fueled by Caviar is people who were born with a silver spoon in their mouth and didn't have to work for anything a day yeah. in their life and just had it all handed to them. So That's what people want to hear. Fascinating. <laughs> He's actually, he actually did overcome some adversity. He was only left $200 million when he was when he was first born, and he turned that into $210 million on his seventh birthday. So oh, it's wow. really a good story. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Great story. <laughs> Uh, T-bone of the week, anyone? Or should we uh, finish on uh, that? Look, I've got a little one. It was the battle of the uh, prodigy sons, Walters v. Johns on the weekend. Ooh. And, uh, you know, we came out on top, as did the Johns family. But there was a f- couple of altercations and a good reflection of the young, aggressive Billy Walters. Very competitive. Whether that was uh, shoulder charging his own storm teammates or, you mm. know, being very aggressive, very vocal, throwing a lot of chat. But the one highlight for me was his attempted tackle on big Tino Fa'asua Ma'alawi, which resulted in him, uh, how can I put it, the G-rated version. There was some hip movements uh, that were conducted on his face in a tackle. So... There was a bit of a sexual connotation, but Billy ended up on the wrong side of that. So Big Tino really enforcing his dominance, not only in the tackle, but also on Billy. <laughs> hey, that Sam, was well said. Sam, Sam, hey. Sam Hand is over the dump button. I navigated that well. Yeah, we'll see. Just got the lawyers racing down here at the moment. Um, just quickly, because we've got to get out of here. Uh, my T-bone of the week, as always, Shandor Earl, goes to you. Oh, yeah, And I'll show the boys when we get off air. I was watching that game on Sunday and yes. because it was the two feeder clubs of the Storm, the Falcons taking on the East Tigers. Did there you was, see that, what I was talking about? You clearly knocked on and then spent a good, I think, three minutes just protesting and having a tantrum, <laughs> no. toys out of the cot, like having I a crack at on. the ref. Yeah, and and I think the moment you realised you were on camera, you just ran with it. The ca- the game was delayed by about three minutes while you stood yeah, there, ch- chest out, shoulders back, oh, knowing yeah. you were getting I some real screen time. First of all, I didn't know that was happening. Second <laughs> yes, of all, you did. To be, for the ball to be played, it has to touch your hands. Now it didn't touch my hands; it touched another region, and that is not played at. So you know, I had right to argue that point, and you know, have you so, ever, I'm boys, in your, your your rugby league careers, has the ref ever changed his mind? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. No. So maybe just get on with it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair T-bone nomination. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's a hey, good uh, we love your work, Shandor Real. You had to carry the ship with Cooper Johns being uh, 25 minutes late today. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, thank you so much for answering the bat signal that went up. Josh Adokar, you as well. Cooper Johns. on the show. Great, great work. to yeah, finally yeah, see yeah, you arrive. <laughs> it was wonderful. Boys, good luck on the weekend. Massive game against Parramatta. We know it's going to be huge. Make sure we get there Saturday night. The uh, NRLW will be the curtain raiser as well. It's been another fantastic edition of the Storm Hour, boys. Thanks so much. We'll uh, chat to you all again soon. Thanks, Sammy. Thanks, Sammy. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.